Hey everyone, it's Only Pastor have two from closings River of Life. Today. I just want to say thank you for joining us Preach on our podcast. Word, and then we're going to now, let's get ready from, to hear a word from uh, the Lord today. What does God want to speak to, to our hearts today? So come on, open your Bibles, open your hearts, uh, and let's get into the Word. Uh, to serve and be a part. We believe everybody has a gift and a part. God believes that. That everyone has a part and a way to help the kingdom of God, the greatest work on earth. Um, and so we're going to do that. Uh, let's get right into it. So this is going to be a little different uh, for us today. So our focus, you guys already know, this is what we normally do on Vision Sundays, announce our focus for the year, kind of a theme uh, of what we can all get behind and unite. Uh, and this year it's been prayer. Uh, I just believe God put it in my heart last fall to have our people pray. Uh, many pray already, but uh, we need to pray more and lean into him. Uh, just there's some, we all have a new, see the news. We all know what's going on in our world. It's very unsettling, uh, unstable times uh, in our world today. And uh, it is the best time when you see this kind of stuff happening. Jesus said, look up and draw near because our redemption is drawing near. Look up and begin to press in and lean into him. And so we also believe that we are on the cusp of revival. We do believe that. We have a, God's presence is here. A revival atmosphere is uh, been always been in this church, and now we see revival beginning to break out uh, in places like Uganda, uh, East Africa. They're seeing miracles happening. It has just been amazing. Some other places here in America, pockets of his uh, presence has been just uh, exploding, and people have been getting saved, healed, and delivered. So we know revival only comes through prayer. And so that's another reason why we've been praying and talking about prayer uh, and so uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about a prayer in Luke today. It's called the harvest model. Last week we looked at the Lord's model. So uh, this is the prayer that kind of fits with Vision Sunday and, and, and things like that. But first let me just, in case you're new here, or this is also a good opportunity to kind of recap a little bit about our church. And this is what Vision Sunday is about. And so... Um, Melinda and I, actually this Easter will be 10 years as your senior pastor and lead pastor, so we're excited about that. Amen. God bless you. Yeah, thank you. So 10 years ago, we prayed, my mom and dad pioneers and started this church, uh, and dad is a revival, revivalist and evangelist, and so uh, God has just been always been with us in that way, and so 10 years ago when the uh, torch was passed, I, be, I got along with God, said, God, what do I envision? What do you want me to envision for your church? What is, where do I go? What, I mean, going to continue to do what dad did, but everyone is, is called to do things uh, different, right? So God, what are you calling me? What can I do? And so uh, he gave me this. He said, if you will honor my presence as number one, if you will honor my word, that's his promises, and you will keep that church for all people, I will bless that ministry. So that's why our vision is this. If you don't know it, it's written on walls and shirts, but it's more than just written on walls and shirts. It needs to be in our heart. So this is what kind of church we are. This is why we're here. We're here to fulfill Christ's vision for his church, number one, because it is his church. I'm just a steward. And to be a church of his presence, his promises, all people. What does that mean? That means the number one priority here at River of Life is we, we honor the presence of God. Because his presence, what does that mean? That means we want to make sure people are experiencing God. It's one thing to learn information about God. We do that. But you need to experience God. Church is supposed to be where you experience God. Not just information. Paul said, I don't come to you with words of enticing men enticing words of man's wisdom lest your faith be in that but i come with the demonstration of the power and the presence of god we got to have both 
the presence of God is what changes life. There's a football game on tonight, and as cool as it may be, but a football game won't change your life. The presence of the Lord is what will change your life. And so that's what we honor here today. That's why we give random altar calls in the middle of a service. That's why we always have encouraged people to come to the altar, step out on the aisle, express their love and worship like that, and be led by the Holy Spirit. That's what that means. We are a church of, of His presence. And that's why we've been talking about prayer as well, because prayer uh, teaches us, is all about getting into the presence of the Lord. So we're led by the presence of God. That's number one, is His presence. His promises, we are a word church. We are a Bible-believing church. I am a word guy. I love this word. So we uh, don't just want people to read their Bible, we want you to learn your Bible. So our ministries here are set up, and you're going to hear from some of them today. Usually Sundays is more evangelistic. We know that people are coming here uh, for the first time, and so it's more of an encountering God kind of a, a vibe, if you will, on Sunday mornings. Uh, the Word is always going to be, you know, the Word and it's going to minister to us. But Wednesday night is where we really get a little deeper, if you will, in teaching the Word of God. We do that in Wednesday night Bible study. We do that with our life groups. Our youth is a discipleship ministry, has an element to that. And so uh, that's what we do, His promises. We believe in this book. I believe in this book from cover to cover. I don't understand everything in here, but I choose to believe this book. I believe in Jonah in the whale. I don't know how God did it, but I believe it. I, I, God created the heavens and the earth. I don't know how, but he did it. He, uh, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die and, and he, on a cross, and he rose again on three days and, and, and for me. I don't know how. I wasn't there, but I believe it. So we believe everything in this Bible. We teach this Bible. And lastly, our church is for all people. Our church is for all people. We're intentional about that. Our church should look like its community. And usually when we think about all people, we think about diversity and ethnicities and things like that. Yeah, that's part of it. It's part of it. And it's, it's challenging to do that in a culture we live in today because our culture almost demands you to pick a side, black and white or red and blue. But the kingdom of God is, is not like that. Remember Joshua stood before he went into the promised land and he saw an angel. Joshua drew his sword and he said to the angel of the Lord, whose side are you on? my side or their side and i love 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 this scripture and the angel of the lord said neither selah i'm neither i'm not an american god i'm not a chinese god i'm not a japanese god i'm not a hawaiian god i'm the eternal the i am that was before you was here and i'll be here when you're at i am the god of everybody I am the God of all people. I created all people. Paul said in, in Acts 17 that Eve had all nationalities into one blood. We all come from one blood. So we are about all people, but it doesn't just mean uh, diversity and ethnicities. We also celebrate different ages. We celebrate men and women. We believe women are equal partners in the kingdom of God. Ladies ought to be running in this place today. Yeah, we got different roles. We got different roles. Adam and Eve have different roles. Yeah, absolutely. But we are co-partners, as Malachi says. And we believe in that. We believe in, uh, you know, being a church for people with disabilities. So we believe in, so that's what all people looks like. And we take, you know, it's, the kingdom of, of darkness doesn't like what, he, what God's doing here. Uh, but we try our best to do that. And so that's what we're about. That's our vision statement. Our mission, this is where we believe uh, purpose comes in. I talk a lot about identity, vision, and purpose because, uh, because I say it like this. When you know who you are, you know why you are here, 
and you know where you are going. It starts with knowing who you are. And when you become a Christian, you have a new identity. And this is our, you have a new mission when you become a Christian. You have a mission. Tell the person next to you, say, you have a mission. That means you have a purpose. And when you don't know your mission and purpose, that's when we get into trouble. So we put together these five sentences, which is our mission statement. We are the church. You are the church. I am the church. I am called to represent Christ and influence others. I am called by God to make a difference. I am called to love God and serve people. I am the church. Those five statements say that what, you are not what you do. You're a truck driver, school teacher, first responder, salesman, a business owner. That's what you do. That's not who you are. When you become a Christian, you now have a new mission. You are now to represent Christ in your classroom. Represent Christ in your home as a parent. Represent Christ in your business. Represent Christ in your truck driving-ness. And I was a truck driver for 17 years. We're not perfect, but we are, our mission is to represent Christ. That's our mission statement. We are the church. We thank God for the building, but the buildings come and go. But the church is who's sitting right next to you today. We believe that. We preach that. We teach that, and we model that. And whenever we have a big win, we always say, we are the church. That's just what we do as Christians. We are the church. We believe that that's your mission. That's our personal mission is to represent Christ on Facebook. Represent Christ in social media. These are all good preaching sermons, but just want to bring them out to you today. And the one scripture I wanted to look at, the one prayer I wanted to look at, I mentioned is called the harvest model. So last week we looked at the Lord's model. Today is the, I would call it the harvest model. This is the prayer that we need to pray when we want to find out what God wants us to do in the kingdom of God. That's what Vision Sunday is all about. You've you've already seen and heard the direction of our church. You kind of know what's going on here. You're going to hear some ministry opportunities in just a minute. But this is what Jesus Christ himself said about um, rolling up our sleeves and working in the kingdom of God. This is a prayer, and there's four things I'll bring out real quick. It's in Luke 10. And Jesus said, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them out two by two into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, what? What does he say? He says, pray. Pray to the Lord. This is what we pray. Pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Then he says, go. Everybody say, go. And he sends you out as wolves. So the first thing he does is he says, pray. 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 We are to pray. God, what do you want me to do in the kingdom of God? How can I help the kingdom of God in the, in the corner of the vineyard at River of Life, if you're here and you're, if you're at this church? If you attend another church and you're just here because of a friend brought you, I pray you pray that for your church. Father, how can the gifts, talents, abilities, skills that I have, how can I further my church so they can reach families and and have a kids ministry and a youth ministry that impacts them so much that they're willing to stand up in front of hundreds of people and publicly get baptized and say, I believe in Jesus Christ. How can I do to help a church do that? He says, pray, 
pray to the Lord of the harvest. I, I love how he says, pray to the Lord of the harvest. Why, why didn't he say, pray to the people, pray that people would come in? No, he says, pray to the Lord because it's the Lord that puts it in your heart what to do. So my first prayer was, God, what do you want me to be? I'm never forget, I was in a revival service and I already began to minister a little bit and uh, people were saying, wow, you know, a lot of great things that I can minister and share. And I remember feeling, so I was like in prayer one time, God, what do you want me to do? You want me to be an apostle, a prophet, you know, uh, evangelist, the five-fold ministry. You'll never have anyone pray, God, you want me to join the cleaning team? <laughs> I prayed, God, and I was serious. I was so ignorantly full of pride. And, and I love what God said right in the middle of that service. He said, Eddie, I want you to just be a servant. And you know what I am today? I have a title. My assignment is a lead pastor, but I'm a servant. You'll never outgrow serving in the kingdom of God. Jesus never outgrew it. At the end of his ministry, he put a towel on and washed the feet of his disciples. The king of heaven and earth did that. And he says, as I do, Peter said, you ain't gonna wash my feet, Jesus. He said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part in me. Servant leadership. If serving is beneath us, then leadership is beyond us. So in the kingdom of God, we practice, we model it, we preach it. It's one of our core values is servant leadership. We believe that everyone has, if we're gonna be a leader, we should serve somewhere, somehow doing something. The first thing it does is pray. Everyone say pray. Write this down, remember this, never forget it. This is so important. Prayer is the first thing we're called to do, but it's not the only thing we're called to do. Prayer is the first thing. He said the first thing in this model prayer is to pray. Pray first. We got these bracelets, right? Pray first. Prayer is the first thing that we're all called to do as followers of Christ. My youth director, when I became a youth pastor, he said, Eddie, you got a vision for your youth ministry yet? I said, well, not really. I'm kind of doing it. Dad wants me to do it. They need it. He said, don't. He said, my first office was a broom closet. He said, get into that closet if you don't have an office and don't get out of it until you get a vision of how God wants you to run that youth ministry. Because I was saying, what should I do? I've never been in youth ministry. And I was like, how do I do it? He said, it starts with you praying with God and having him give you a vision and a direction for that youth ministry. It's the same way with all of us. Prayer is the first thing that we're called to do, but it's not the only thing we're called to do because the next thing Jesus said, do you, do not, do you not say that there are still four months and then comes the harvest? But behold, lift up your eyes and look. Everybody say, look. Look at the fields for they are already white for harvest. So the second thing we're told to do is to look. Look. We talked about this on our Wednesday nights. We were going through the parables of Christ and we talked about the Good Samaritan, how people went over and looked at the needs that he had but ignored him and walked on. And we, talk, we brought up a point of how, uh, you know, there's like a commitment involved whenever you make eye contact with somebody that is in need. And someone brought up a point of when someone stands on a corner, you know, what happens if you make eye contact? You feel obligated to give, don't you? That, that, that's, a, that's an instinctive nature that God put in us when we look at a need we will be drawn to it that's an automatic response so Jesus says after you pray come here boys look 
Look at the harvest. Don't look at the problem. Don't look at the, what's flying in the sky and the space balloons. Look, look at the harvest. Look at there are people that are hurting, that are confused, that are in pain, that are spiritually lost. If they died right now, they would not go into eternity. Look at the harvest out there, people. Quit looking at Fox News and CNN and MNSBC and LMNOP. Look at the need, the harvest today. They're ready. They're ready. we got to look at them today. We got to look at the need out there. Look at the urgency. He said, don't you say that there's still four more months and then I'll get involved. Pastor Eddie, I'll wait until my ducks are in a row. I'll wait till I graduate high school. I'll wait till I graduate college. I'll wait till I get married. Jesus said, don't wait. Now's the time. Look at the urgency. Look, he says, pray. Then he says, look. And then he says, go. Third thing is go. He says go in this text, but I'll use the most famous go at all. It's in Matthew 28, right? Matthew 28. When they saw Jesus, they worshiped him, but some doubted. I want want to bring this out. But some doubted. And Jesus said to them, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then teach them to observe the things that I have commanded. That's discipleship. That's promises. Go and save them and then disciple them so they can be sent out. But I want you to see that part, but some doubted. I preached a message on this text one time called, go anyway. And that's because scripture actually says that they were there, but some doubted. Some were struggling with believing. And I love it because Jesus didn't say, you know what, sit down until you get everything together, then you can help go. No, he said, go anyway. All of you go. 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 No matter where, everybody here can do something for the kingdom of God. May not put you over a class teaching the word and preaching until we get some things figured out. That's, that's okay. I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? And that's good. But there's still something that we can do. There's something for all of us to do. Church is like people, you know, when they come to church sometimes growing up in the ministry, if you go to a small church, you may have one gift. Everybody, all the men were preachers, all the women were worship leaders or intercessors. And so you have to wait until somebody died before you got that position. But what I found in the kingdom of God is God is for, look, this is what River of Life is looking for. People that carry their own chair. In other words, people that just walk and say, God, I I love this church. I love what you're doing. And you know what? If you want me to be right here, I'm going to sit right here on this cleaning team. I'm going to sit right here in River Kids. I'm willing to go anywhere because I got my seat. I got my seat, which represents me serving. I'm ready to be planted wherever. You want to be a life group leader? I'm going to plant right here, God. I'm not going to wait for a position over there. That's what you want me to do. I'm willing to sit anywhere you want me to and teach and, and serve you, Jesus. I bring my own chair. I'm not waiting for the pastor to give me the throne to something. I bring my own chair. I'm not waiting for a position in the front. Uh, Jesus said, pray to the Lord of the harvest and then look at the harvest of where you can go. And then go, go and do something. Go anyway. And then the last thing he says in John there, he says, the harvest is white, ready for the harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. Why? So that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. There, there's a reaping, a reward, if you will, 
that is given to us when we do serve in the kingdom of God. And I just want, I want to bless, I want that, everybody that is already serving here today, our camera workers, those of you that are in the production room up front, and that, you know, you're not in here with us when we worship, you're in that room. And every Sunday you sacrifice. Now we believe in rotation. We have a couple of guys rotate. That ministry needs some help. So we can alternate, they can get in and out. But everyone that serves, ushers, greeters, river kids, everyone, youth, all these ministries, Jesus said, did you see what he said? When we are working in the harvest, we reap eternal life. It doesn't mean you earn your way to heaven. You can't, you can't serve your way to heaven. We're not, but he's saying this, we're not saved by good works, but once we're saved, we should work. And once we work, this scripture says we are actually storing up treasure in heaven. Again, we talked about that Wednesday night. Serve, when we serve, when you work, when you, when you come here and you, and you work and serve, I just want everybody to know, and this is a serving church. Listen, we are storing up treasures in heaven. That's what the scripture says. And we've, God has blessed us. Our church has grown, and it's been amazing. We've had some ups and we've had some downs. We, we lost two heroes of our church just last year, the last year, our brother Don Swenson. So good to see Vale and the family here. Brother Don would be back there waving at me right now. And one of my heroes is, was Roger. And I love to see Cindy's here right now and met with Cindy and Yvonne. Cindy and Yvonne are going to start doing a seniors ministry through our life group season, through our life groups here at the church. So they're, they're, they're our new, uh, going to be providing a seniors ministry right there in our life groups, but they're working for God. But you know what? Roger and Don are in heaven enjoying the eternal rewards. It's not just Bible. It's not just a verse. It's not just a cliche. So I owe it to them. I mean, I'm going to keep preaching this. Like Nancy was singing, keep going, keep preaching. I don't, we all struggle with not wanting to continue. If you've got a flesh, you're going to have a struggle. Unless I check, there's no spirits in here. At least nothing that shouldn't be here in Jesus' name. Amen. We all have a flesh, so you're all going to have a struggle. But eternal life, we are storing up treasures in heaven. Then the last thing we reap is together. Relationships. That's part of the thing that God promises to us is relationships. And when you do join a team, church, when you help make this vision happen, that's how you end up. People say, oh, how can I meet folks in the church this size? How do I meet people? I'll tell you one of the best ways is to join a team. According to the grace given to us, let us use them. Every single one of us is gifted to do something. Now, I don't know what the ratio is here of 20, 30, 40, 50% of River of Life actually participates and volunteers. I don't know what that ratio is. But one thing I do know is if that was 80, 90, 100%, I know we're not there yet. But if it was, you talk about getting things done for the kingdom... You, we could get some yes. things done for yes. the kingdom. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Yes. And there yes. is a spot for everyone. Amen. You have different levels of commitment, uh, time-wise. I have this going on in my life, my, my career, I have this, I have that. We, we all have different levels of commitment that we can offer. Well, let me just tell you, River of Life has different levels of commitment where you can get involved. Yes. And you're going to hear a central theme. Rotation, rotation, rotation. Yeah. 
Because we do not like the old philosophy of you get in a ministry, you're there forever, you will start there and you will die there. (laughs) We will not do that to you. We want rotation. And let me just tell you, I have a couple opportunities here, just to name a few, and then you're going to hear from the rest. We have hospitality. Hospitality cooks a meal every so often. If we have a funeral here, they volunteer their time and make sure that the food is set up for the, the fellowship yeah. after or the repast after. That's Mary Van. Raise and your hand, that's Mary Van. Everyone knows Mary Van. How, how many serve on the hospitality team? Will you stand? Will you just stand up real quick? I want to thank you. Thank yes. you for making the meals and helping us. Yes, 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 okay. yes. Amen. Thank you. So if you know how to cook a little or a lot, we could use you in the hospitality team. How many like to eat? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Then okay. we have the welcome center up front. You, you, uh, again, that is on a rotation. Probably once a month you'll volunteer in the welcome center. You're up there before service. You're up there after service. But guess what? You don't miss service. Tanya's over the Welcome Center. Raise Tanya's your hand. over Tanya, the Welcome Russia. Center. Thank you, Tanya. How many serve in the Welcome Center? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Amen. Come How on. You? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have greeters. Okay. Love the greeting ministry. Yeah. Because, quickly, because greeting is the first face that people see when they come to ROL. And I love every single one of our greeters. We just heard a testimony the other day of somebody that says how welcoming our greeters are to them. Cindy Kendrick is over that. Where's she at, Cindy? She's here. There she is. God bless you, Cindy. How many greeters we have? Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank love you. it, love it. And I'm hurrying. We also have the usher ministry, which is Matt Matt Band. Band standing in the back. Thank you, Matthew. How many ushers we have that help in the ushering ministry? Amen. God bless you. Uh-oh. Thank you. Thank and you. then uh, we have the cleaning team, okay. which... How many cleaners we have? How many help with the, making the building look so good and wonderful? I don't know Amen. about y'all, but cleaning Thank you. is therapeutic to me. I love to clean. I love to do that. Again, this is once every two weeks. Yes. The more we get, the less you'll have to do that. So that's just a couple opportunities right there where you can volunteer your time. And again, this is a low level of commitment. I mean, it doesn't take much from you. It doesn't require much from you. But again, it's much needed. So let me just encourage you. We are one body, and we all have a place in the kingdom of God, and we all have a place here at River of Life. Get in, get involved, and be a part of what God's doing here. Amen? Night. We have a great group of fellas, but we need some more men. Um, hats off to the few that we have. Um, there's been a few times where, you know, schedules, works, things like that come up at the last minute. So, guys, it, we have a table set up up there. We have a ranger commander that's up there. If you are interested in mentoring boys, please stop by and see us. It's a very structured program. You're not going to be left alone on an island. And we like to rotate. We don't have enough to do that, but if we can get a few more, we'd love to rotate with you. On a side note, next weekend we'll be going to Avalanche, so please um, let the commander know at that table if you plan on going. You can pay and register at the event. You don't need to do that today, but we just need to get an accurate headcount so we get a really good cabin. Um, the second thing I want to uh, just represent is our creative arts and production ministry. Listen, um, just 
coming out of COVID and coming into this building, it, God has really grown this ministry and, and actually added to it. But if you are in, in, involved in, in like, if, have any experience or interest in doing sound or video, computer work, lights, camera operator, anything techie, even IT, please come see us at that table up there. We'll have a couple of team leads. I believe Tyler will be up there and a couple other guys will be there. You can get some more information, but uh, we would love to have you. Maybe you did it a while back and, you know, it wasn't a good time even for the other ministry, Royal Rangers. Try it again and let's talk about it. See where you are. Hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm over the women's ministry here at River of Life. And um, if you are a lady wanting to get involved or just build relationships and friendships, um, the women's ministry can always use you. Even if you don't want to do something, um, you know, very like, oh, I can't come up with ideas or I can't, you know, whatever, we could use you to just come and help put plates on the tables or, you know, during our events, um, which is usually outreaches to bring our unsaved friends and family um, to come and just feel the love of the Lord. And it's just a really great opportunity. So if you're a lady looking to get involved, um, see me back there. Thank you, Lindsay. Hello, my name is Tanisha and I'm the girls ministry director. Um, we need teachers. We need a lot of teachers as we talk about rotation. How many Wednesday girls ministry teachers do we have here? Yeah. And you okay. will see the girls ministry um, ladies in their t-shirts. We get these wonderful t-shirts to have on. So we offer five classes. We offer infants um, from zero to three. And then we offer rainbows. Beautiful shirt here. <laughs> um, from the ages of three to five, well, kindergarten. And then we offer prims slash daisies from kindergarten through um, second grade. And then we have stars. Um, stars is from third and fourth. And then we have our uh, friends club. And that is, what did I leave? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, stars is three to four. Friends is fifth through six. And we need teachers. And you can get this lovely shirt. (laughs) Thank you. Amen. Uh, I'm Gary Glitz. I'm the men's director here. And um, I don't need any teachers. But uh, um, uh, the ministry for the men is is really an equipping and uh, connecting ministry. We, We look to equip the men by discipling them in the Word. So... We're looking uh, to provide opportunities for the guys to connect in, in groups where they can get discipled and, and connect with one another and get to know the Lord deeper so they can be equipped to serve in these various ministries here and serve God and their, and their family and to uh, be a witness to the community. Um, many of the things we do, we have life groups. We have two life groups right now going on. One is a Tuesday night basketball group, which you're welcome to attend at 7 o'clock. And on Wednesdays, there is a, a discipleship group, uh, that life group that Pastor John is running with the men. So that's, that's a couple groups that we're having right now. Moving forward, uh, we do have the men's conference, which we just started yes. talking about a lot. The end of April, April 28th and 29th at Brightmore uh, Christian Church. And we're looking to get 75 to 100 guys there. And come see me. We got a table back there. I want you guys to come, sign up, fill up the thing. We'll help you get logged in and everything. Um, the other thing is uh, you wanted me to mention the grounds team. I'm, I'm over the grounds team as a deacon here, and we always need men to help, whether it be winter, summer, spring, or fall, out there helping shoveling snow, cutting the lawn, doing various tasks. So 
See us about that. You can get plugged in and serve. How many help with the grounds team already right now? I see Ricky back there. He helps with that. Eddie, David, Jim Billinger, and Keith Gowan. Yeah, thank you guys so much for all the work you do. Amen. And just a little testimony. Um, Pastor talked about serving. Tuesday night we had a little bit of miscommunication, so I showed up here to move all these chairs. Started doing them by myself, and wouldn't you know, somebody was getting ready to leave. He stopped, Pastor Eddie, and helped me. And he worked harder than I did, getting these chairs moved. So he is a servant from beginning to end, and, and praise God. He's a great example to us. I'll give you that 20 bucks in a minute. <laughs> no, All right, we it's got us. two mics. Yeah. My name is Felicia. And I'm Lindsay. And we are the River Kids directors here at River of Life. Yeah, and so we are with the kids every Sunday morning from babies through sixth grade. And we have a variety of classes. If you're thinking about joining our team or have been wanting to, or you just know that you're great with kids, or maybe you just want to see what happens in River Kids, we would love to have you um, join our team. Specifically, we're looking for um, one, at, at least one, more would be great, but one person to join our babies team, um, which would be zero through two. You don't change diapers. We page parents for diapers. And it's really a fun time to, we have some cute, cuddly babies that just joined. Um, And then we're also looking for three or four check-ins team members. And this is a really great place to get your feet in the door of River Kids because you don't miss service. You just help us at the beginning um, from 1015 to 1030 and then after service, check parents out. So if that is you, please see our table. We have a breakdown of our other classes. And another thing we're really hoping to encourage the parents of children in River Kids, we're going to have a fun campaign this year called the Serve One campaign. So if you are a parent of River Kids and you want to volunteer one Sunday this year, this year, the whole year, come in and see what happens back there. And then you get your name in the drawing for a family prize pack at the end of the year. So come check us out. We also have some really fun stuff planned this year. We have a a parent resource night that we have going to do this year. We have some, um, we have a, ba- give, a backpack giveaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're really trying to get our River Kids more involved in um, service and mission in our community. And so this is mm-hmm. one of the ways we're going to do that and get our kids involved in packing backpacks and giving away to those in need. So lots of fun stuff. Also, I'm over our social media creative stuff. If you're interested or you're good at social media, um, you're graphic design, video editing, anything in that area, come talk to me. I'd love to connect with you and see how we can um, use your gifts and talents to really broaden our online reach, which is something that we're doing. We also have some really cool merch coming up this year. We have a new website that's coming. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of this, but I'm going to anyway. We have a lot of really awesome stuff happening this year, and we're really excited about it. Yeah. Right. While they're changing the mics, we got some new outreaches this year. We're going to do a uh, first responders lunch to bless our first responders in the community. We're also going to partner with our law enforcement and give away turkeys. We're going to uh, bring back our turkey giveaway this Thanksgiving. We also have general councils. The Assemblies of God every two years meets at one location. There's thousands of uh, churches and young people that meet. This year it's in Columbus, Ohio, so mark your calendars if you like a week-long conference. Best world speakers and best worship leaders ever. Uh, It's the first week of August in Columbus, Ohio. I invite everybody from the church to go. It's a great time to get refreshed in the presence of the Lord as well. Uh, I'm Joe Dennis. This is my beautiful wife, Nancy, and we're over the life groups here. Um, 
obviously we're biased, so we're going to say this is the greatest ministry here, even though there's, there's other uh, great ministries. Um, we actually um, work with almost every single ministry here because we do actually offer life groups for men, specifically for women, for youth, for kids. Uh, we're actually trying to get more of that. Uh, so obviously, like every other ministry, we do need volunteers. But typically, we run life group seasons, the main life group seasons in the summer and winter. And these consist of just learning different curriculums that are very trusted and reviewed by the pastoral leadership here. Uh, John Bevere is a, is a really good one. We have a lot of his material. But we do everything from the Holy Spirit to, um, you know, um, dealing with grief, anxiety, uh, how to address that stuff, stuff that really, um, you know, would help us and impact our life. We do a lot of fun stuff, too, like cardio drumming. That's one of the biggest ones for the females. Uh, we actually host the annual dodgeball tournament, too. We kind of do that on the off season, and we have uh, a lot of uh, really cool connect groups uh, around the springtime um, that just allow people to connect on a personal level. And before I turn it over to, to Nancy, just to give you a little bit more detail, this is a extremely important. I can't stress this enough. If you want to get connected, like I, I, like on a friendship level to people in the church, I can give you hundreds of testimonies of some of the great relationships that have come out of life group season. Amen. Like he was saying, that is our vision is for to get everyone connected, to feel like they belong and to be able to be discipled and to disciple each other. Um, if you can hear me talking right now, I promise there is a place for you in life group ministry, um, whether it's just joining and attending, um, feeling like you belong, getting, you know, building those relationships with other people. Uh, that's a place for you. If you feel um, called to teach in any kind of way, we have training for you and we would love for you to be a part of that as the church is growing so is our life group ministry and we need um, we need leaders we need teachers and so you are welcome to do that um, also if you just feel like hey I'm not really called to teach but I can host I can invite people over my house I can open up my home we have that as well we have literally taken away all of the excuses <laughs> So there is no excuse to join this ministry. We just want everybody, that's, that's so our heart, you guys, is just to, to show everybody that the church is real. The, the people of God are real. We love each other. We can be there for each other. We can connect with each other. And we just want you guys to be a part of it. So come back and see us after service. How many are in life groups that jumped in one this year, this, this winter season? God bless you. Amen. Awesome. That's awesome. Amen. Uh, good, good morning, everyone. My name is Kavar. I get to work with the youth. Thank you. Come on, youth. Um, I guess we're in a really unique situation. Uh, we want more students. Uh, so if you have children, uh, grandchildren, neighbors, whoever, and you think they need to be saved, you want them to know the word, you want them to learn how to pray and to have people who can pray for them, uh, we want a chance to, to serve them on Wednesdays at 7. Um, for those of you who are interested in getting involved, um, we're really looking for mature believers who want to also grow in their faith. Uh, one of the good things about the youth model is that everybody does everything. Everybody learns to preach. Everybody learns to pray. Everyone learns to uh, intercede on behalf of students. And so if you're at that phase in your development and you want somebody who will push you, I promise you I will push you. Um, alternatively, if you're not interested in committing every Wednesday, we do a lot of um, bigger activities. So we have a youth conference that's coming up. That'll be three days. We always look for volunteers to help staff that feed people during that time. Uh, many of you know we're going on our first ever missions trip, um, so we're looking for funds to support, and we'll be doing fundraisers, so please support the kids. We'll have an interest meeting February 19th, next week Sunday, around that, and then we also um, go to camp, um, which is 
crazy expensive. Um, so we're also looking for money uh, to do this. So I will do a lot of the legwork. I will sleep overnight, do all those crazy things. I just need your prayers, your support, and more students, and, and we'll have a good time. Thank you all. And um, at this year's, let me just say, this year's Avalanche coming up next weekend, uh, our very own Kavar Reed is the guest speaker for Avalanche. <laughs> Be praying for him for a weekend with boys up there. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I'm Pastor John. I'm the facilities director and pastor over this beautiful building. Um, we have 30,000 plus square feet to maintain and keep, uh, and it's, it's quite a task, and I need help, as everybody up here has already said. But I need plumbers, I need electricians. I need drywallers, I need painters, I need general contractors. Um, if you would, just for a second, look up, and you'll see the, the basketball rims and hoops and motors and stuff. Those were put in this, this last year because those had been taken down uh, prior to us coming into this facility. And it was quite a task to, just to have that done. And I need people that can, can direct and guide and and. and help contractors do stuff like that. But I also need people who can turn a screw, replace a cover, uh, replace a light bulb, paint a wall, simple stuff like that. So I need the gamut, I need the whole thing. So if you can just paint a wall, come see me. If you are, uh, have the ability to be able to direct and guide contractors, come see me. If you're an electrician, a plumber, anything of that sort, please come see me, I need your help. It's me. I'm Miranda. I'm the missions director. I think you guys see me quite a bit. Um, but I have the amazing privilege and honor to run All Things Missions, as well as our incredible coffee shop, The Stream, alongside my mom. If you guys love our drinks and all of that, I just want to say thank you so much for always coming in and being faithful customers. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, so if you guys do not know, so first we'll talk about The Stream. <laughs> If you guys do not know, we give all of our money away. It's the easiest way to say it. We find a, we pray over and seek, and God leads us to local faith-based nonprofits that we are able to just give our money away to, and it's absolutely incredible. So that's our way of doing some domestic missions here. Um, and so we need help in this stream. We really need your help. Um, we need help in all three stations, especially when it comes to our register. And we do fully train you. We do not just stick you on there and leave and say good luck. Uh, we give you about six weeks full of training with either my mom or me right next to you um, or one of our experienced um, volunteers right next to you in all three stations. Um, and a really huge incentive. Not only are you doing God's work, but you also get to get a free drink whenever you serve. <laughs> That's what I thought. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, we need, we need, we need volunteers. Um, we are growing, and it is amazing, but we like to make it to where you're only serving about once, max of twice a month. The other huge incentive is you do not miss service. You are in service. We close that beautiful yellow gate on purpose early, so we get to come into service and get some Jesus time. If you volunteer in the stream, can you raise your hand? Let me see it. Amen. There's our friends. You. There you, you are, you. guys. Thank you. Thank you guys see these faces? It is... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for volunteering already. And we would love for you guys to come get involved, come volunteer. I promise it's not that scary. It really is so much fun. We have a great time back there. 
Um, so if you want to volunteer for that, a little bit of an incentive. If you sign up for any ministry at our table, me or my mom's, you get a free hot chocolate today. Anyway, if you would like to sign up. That's it, either in the stream or missions or signing up for any of her ministries that she has at the table as well. Okay? It counts. Next, we have missions. We got so much going on with missions right now, guys. You just heard um, Kavar talk about how our youth is going on our first youth mission trip yeah. in a minute. We're so proud of that. We're so excited about that. We need some chaperones for that. So anyway, if you're interested in that, go to that interest meeting next week. It's going to be all the, all the information you can possibly need for that trip is going to be at that interest meeting. So do not miss that. Um, we also have, it's not a mission trip, but it is called an interest trip to Greece coming up. It's going to be so much fun. How we normally go to Israel, we're going to go do the Footsteps of Paul tour instead. It's going to be incredible. We're going to have an interest meeting for that and all details coming soon for that. Um, we have a possible adult mission trip coming through one of our missionaries that we um, give monthly to, hopefully going to Africa. Um, so we have some really awesome opportunities in the mission field coming up. Domestic-wise, we have an awesome um, mission trip here in the city of Detroit, actually. Um, the interest meeting and the training for that is going to be in March. It's called Seek and Save. So if you want to be involved in that, um, that one-day mission trip, that one-weekend mission trip to Detroit, the outreach, come see the table. There's going to be plenty more information there for you. Um, but there is so much happening with missions right now. Um, and lastly, I just wanted to say lastly, I already announced this um, the, for Mission Sunday this month, but next Sunday, next, oh, sorry, next month, the first Sunday, we are kicking off March Missions Madness. <laughs> And it is madness. All right. Give it a hands up for March Mission Madness. Come on. There we go. I felt that. So last year what we did is we had the kids come up and the youth come up with their flags to show all the diversity and where God is literally changing the world, literally. And um, what, we, what I need from you, what I need from you, I am making eye contact on purpose right now. If you feel that God is telling you, I want to pray over a certain country, so say maybe you are Dominican, maybe you are Haitian, maybe you are Puerto Rican, whatever it is, you say, I want to pray over that country. I want God, I really want to be the one to pray over that country. Please, please, please sign up yeah. for that. Last year we had um, an awesome man representing the Philippines and an awesome man representing uh, part of India. They got to pray over their countries, and I, would, and I heard afterward, I would have loved to do that. I would have loved to do that. Well, here is your chance. We are doing it again. Okay, and if you are nervous about it, just come talk to me. It's going to be an incredible service to show off all the things that God is doing all across the world. So we got so many opportunities. Basically what we're saying is get down there and sign up for something. It's going to be amazing. You to miss this. So we have some parent resources at our table that we would love to um, share with our parents. These are unique and awesome ways to connect with our kids um, all throughout the week based on what we learn on Sundays. And um, so if you come to our table and you download that really awesome resource app or you sign up to serve, we have a $10 gift card for you. We're going to, we're going to, it's a, it's a drawing. It's a drawing. So um, we're going to enter you into a drawing to win a, um, a gift card to the stream. Also, because it's Vision Sunday, we got a lot going on up in the chapel. So if you're going to check out your kids, remember to do so before you head to the chapel. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm going to dismiss our pastors and directors so they can get up to the table. And we're going to close out in prayer. Uh,
If you do want to make a mention of this, if, if you do watch the game tonight, whether you're a football fan or not, I know everyone watches for the commercials. Well, our Assemblies of God just notified us that there's an initiative called He Gets Us, and they are going to have two commercials tonight in the Super Bowl, uh, short commercials showing the world that Jesus Christ gets us. And uh, if you go to the website, our church is in the process of being one of the churches that's going to be a part. If you Google He Gets Us, uh, a church in your area, River of Life Assembly of God is going to come up. So, yeah, so, so we're kind of in the Super Bowl tonight. Come on. Some, so let's pray that people will watch that, uh, the commercials, man. There's a lot of people that are seeking with the world going on, going crazy. People are kind of turning their hearts to the Lord. Revivals are breaking out. And all of these ministries is just going to help us bring Jesus to people. So let's pray. Let's look. You just saw. Now let's go. Well, amen and amen. I pray that message was a blessing to you, that you received some sort of encouragement or word of instruction from the Lord. That's our prayer at River of Light, that every time you tune in, that God speaks directly to your heart. Well, this is Pastor Eddie again. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast and remind you that every Tuesday, a new message is uploaded. Also, if you want to watch one of our services, head over to our YouTube channel. It's River of Life Church, a church of his presence, his promises, and all people. And you can watch one of our services that way as well. So God bless you. I pray God's presence be with you uh, for the rest of the week. Amen.